Maybe the sex we have isn't good. Maybe I'm going to get divorced, right? There's all these fears and all these things that come up here. And the idea is if I could get here, those fears would be gone. That is really important to acknowledge if we're going to build a process that doesn't necessarily get us to having sex five times a week. Welcome to the Ignited Recovery Podcast, a new way forward for anyone looking for answers but feeling left out. If you've been searching for empowerment, triumph, and purpose, you've found them right here. You won't hear the same solutions and you're not going to have any excuses to fall back on because Ignited Recovery allows heroes to rise and become their best selves. I'm Dr. Adi Jaffe and I can't wait to be your guide on this journey. Are you ready to become an Ignited Hero? So as usual, today's topic really came for me from a conversation with another hero, and it had to do with intimacy. This specific discussion started out around sex in relationship. That's how it started. Uh, And I don't know if you guys know this, right, but sort of money and sex are two of the most common reasons why there are disagreements and arguments and fights and divorces eventually in relationships. And so incredibly, incredibly common issues. In this particular case, there had been a lack of intimacy for a number of reasons for a very, very long time. So I'm going to leave out the specific detail of how long, because once I put in details of how long, everybody goes, oh, mine's not that bad, or mine's worse than that. And then the judgment starts happening more around the numbers. Let me just tell you, there is no normal amount of sex in a relationship. It doesn't exist. It's what's normal for you, what's normal for your partner based on your intimate needs. And that's we're all different when it comes to that. But this discussion centered around something that to me was much, much more important once we understand that we're not satisfied in that category. So it fell into the same conversation we have typically around the idea that when we want things to change, we see ourselves as being here and the goal is to get here. So let's say you want to have more money in your life. You see yourself as making this much money and you go, I want to be here. I want to have this much money. Or like in this discussion, the amount of sex you're having is over here. I want to have this much sex. And we kind of see ourselves as mapping out this goal. Understanding the process of change in that way forgets the entire journey connecting the two. And it creates a lot of difficulties and a lot of friction, a lot of struggles that we don't have to if we understand what real change, behavioral change actually looks like. So let's say you're here in terms of money and you want to get to this point. There may be a lot of steps in the interim that connect you to being able to make more money, have more money in your bank account, have a house that's worth more money, whatever that is for any given person. There may be a lot of steps, especially in the beginning of doing that work, that don't actually result in more dollars in your bank account or in your pocket. Now, if we only look at the journey as I'm here, but I want to be here, all those interim steps that are required to get you to your end goal don't count because you're not looking at the process. You're looking at the end goal. So if the goal is to have, I'm just going to throw out a random number. I want to make $100,000 more a year. If that's the goal, then if you didn't make more money all along that path, you're going to start feeling really badly about yourself and your efforts. You may even start feeling like you're failing and you're never going to make it and all all those terms, right? Same exact thing. If you're having, let's say, no sex in the relationship, let's say it's been four, five, six months since you've had sex in the relationship and you want to have more intimacy in the relationship. If 
That's the only way you judge things. You may find yourself saying, well, we didn't have sex this week. It's a failure. Everything we're doing is not working. We didn't have sex next week. It's obviously a failure. And you will miss many of the opportunities for growth on the front end. I think this is true with everything. Promotions at work, making better friends, finding a, a restaurant you like, whatever. Like, anything can fall into this category. But I'm just going to start out talking about money and sex. And so in my discussion with this specific hero, one of the things that I reminded him, what is really important when you set a goal? Why do we want that goal? We want to feel good. And where we are right now, in terms of the amount of intimacy and connection and sex we're having, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel good. We want to feel good, right? We want to feel like we're having more of it, like we're more connected. Here's, let's let's revisit the same idea. I'm having this much sex in my relationship, this much intimate connection and physical intimacy. That makes me feel a certain way. Maybe my wife doesn't love me. Maybe my partner doesn't find me attractive anymore. Maybe I put on too much weight or I've lost too much. Maybe I'm getting too old. Maybe the sex we have isn't good. Maybe I'm going to get divorced, right? There's all these fears and all these things that come up here. And the idea is if I could get here, those fears would be gone. That is really important to acknowledge if we're going to build a process that doesn't necessarily get us to having sex five times a week. There are a lot of ways I could have sex with my wife five times a week. Not all of them create deeper intimacy and a better connection between my wife and I. Some of them actually create far worse intimacy and a horrible relationship between my wife and I, right? Where it feels forced and, and like, a, like a judgment on the relationship. There are many, many ways to get to this number that don't actually get me what I want. So it's important to understand what do we actually want? I want to feel connected, intimate. I want to feel attractive. I want to feel like my wife loves me. Those are the things I want. I hate saying this, but there really isn't a here and then. The road between here and then is going to be filled with thousands of nows, thousands of little nows. So I'm going to go back to the beginning. What we're really saying here is I'm stuck in this place and this doesn't feel connected. I don't feel loved and I don't feel loving. I don't feel like my wife wants me or my partner wants me. And I don't feel like we have that attraction. There are things about me that I don't like, or there are things that are about my partner that I'm, I'm struggling with. That's what we're really saying. And I don't like feeling this way. And I would like to change them. And I don't have to wait to get to this point. I can start changing sphere of influence, right? Things I control, things I have influence over, things I have no control over. I can't change the past. But I can do some things in the next now, in the next little moment, to increase that feeling of intimacy. Now, I will tell you what I talked to that other hero about, because I think it's relevant. But I said, hey, forget the sex for a second. Put the sex on the other, put it on a shelf somewhere, because that's not really what you care about. You want more intimacy. When was the last time you guys touched each other intimately at all? Like hand massages or shoulder rubs, or foot rubs, or just holding each other, or sitting closely with each other, and just being together, which is intimacy by itself, right? And he goes, well, yeah, it's, it's been a very long time. I go, cool. Then pretending that you're trying to go here right now is, is a fantasy. This isn't where you're trying to go. This would feel forced. You're trying to get to the next little step. Again, in the context of everything we've done, 1% principle, right? 1% improvement. If he pulled out hand lotion and said, hey, can I rub your hands? That would already be a more intimate, close, physical experience than they've had in a very long time. And 
there are probably dozens, if not hundreds of opportunities and moments like that. This process of building intimacy is one that in really intimate relationships is oftentimes hacked and, and people try to get shortcuts through it. It's oftentimes why we get drunk or otherwise intoxicated to have sex and be intimate is because it, it actually does feel incredibly vulnerable to be intimate with somebody when you're sober. Because all your insecurities, all the things about yourself that you're not 100% sure you love and you don't know how they reflect from the other person. I have a zit, my hair's falling out, I'm, I've got new gray hair, whatever. But that is intimacy, ladies and gentlemen. That is intimacy. There's this, I hate this phrase, but I'm going to use it because it makes sense when you say it. The whole thing of intimacy being close to into me, you see, right? The whole idea of I'm letting you see, I'm letting you actually see me face to face. I don't need to hide. I don't need to pretend I'm somebody else. That is intimacy. And while for men, not always, but as a generalization, I'll say for the masculine, sex takes on a very specific kind of procedural action for the feminine or for a lot of women. The intimate, trusting, open part of intimacy is far, far more important than orgasm for sure, but then even the act of sex. And if we forget that, we're trying to get to something in the end that we can't get to because we didn't do all the work in the middle. And so my suggestion to this person was leave the sex on the shelf for a little bit. Build the intimacy. Giving her a shoulder rub will be 150% more intimate than you've been in probably years. So let that be good enough for now. Thank you for tuning in to the Ignited Heroes Recovery Podcast. I really hope you found the information here useful and that we'll see you back here next week. And look, I want to make sure that this podcast is the most useful it can be for you. So please let me know by emailing info at ignited.com if there are any specific topics or questions you'd like to have addressed. As usual, if you like this episode, I would love for you to leave us a five-star review and rating. Thanks, and see you next week.